0: Like, damn, did I miss the head nod? <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry, go <ahead>. let <laughs> me
0: go ahead, Michelle. Sorry. <laughs> um in a circle. It is Wednesday of the day. It is another great day out here in Rhode Island. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, sorry, Michelle. We we kind of jumped in, we interrupted you in the middle of that. But yes, what's up? Happy Wednesday. What's up, everyone? Um What's up, Ashley, Mike, John, everybody. We want to welcome today our guest is going to be Jess from uh, Blixit uh, Foundation in Rhode Island. Blixit, Rhode Island. Is that what you call it?
2: Blixet Rhode Island. Yep.
1: Let's go. Blixet Rhode Island is going to be a cool, informative show. We have a lot to talk about. We're going to get to know Jess, Blixit, and we also got some hot topics to talk with you guys tonight. Um, very excited to have her on tonight. Um but first what's up how um, how was everybody's weekend Not bad not bad busy busy
2: busy
1: I know you were busy I know you were busy I uh we uh, ran into each other this weekend at a couple of events Blix's events um definitely success especially in Providence we'll definitely talk about it when we talk about um how how is uh, Blackset um getting involved in the community and doing more stuff but What's up, Joanna? Saying hi to you because I say hi to everybody else. So uh, thank you, everybody, joining us on Facebook and YouTube. So uh, Jess, sorry to put you on the hot seat. But what we do with every guest when they come on is we like to get to know our guests. Um, you know, for Michelle and I. I mean, I know you, and Michelle doesn't, doesn't know you, and the people viewing right now don't really know you. So we're going to play a little game um, that we like to play with our new guests called okay.
2: um so two truths and a lie let's see who can get which one is a lie um <laughs>
1: it's your first time it's your first time so let me explain the game for those people that don't know how to what two truths and a lie is so two truths and a lie is um our guest is going to say three statements and two of them are going to be true one of them is going to be a lie michelle and i and you guys watching and commenting have to guess which one is the lie so jess drum roll (laughs) throw it at us
2: um the first one i don't have animals um, second, I am a loyal friend, mm. and third, I love activism.
1: Oh, I kind of know what I would pick. Uh, Michelle, you want me to go first?
0: I'm gonna say you don't have animals.
1: What was the second one again?
0: Um, I
2: love activism.
1: And the third one? Uh,
2: I am a loyal friend. And I don't have animals.
1: That... I know you're a loyal friend. That, for sure, I definitely know. Um, Just from, like, you know, the community, knowing each other. I consider you a friend. Um, I'm definitely going to say you're loyal. And... (laughs) You definitely, definitely... Once you get to know her, she is there. If she knows that something is wrong, and if she is fighting... If she believes in something, she will be there protecting your kids, protecting your rights, protecting everything that she could possibly uh, be out there. So I definitely know she loves activism because to be front and center, you definitely know Jess is there. Jess is there fighting for all of our rights. So definitely we'll say um, that uh, you don't have any animals. That's the lie.
2: Yeah, that's the lie. Hey, I have have a lot of animals. (laughs) And Nia
1: wants to say hi. Like, say hi. What's up, Nia? How you doing? <laughs> Future community leader, there. I right, definitely, definitely know that because, um, that's Michelle. Is that who she pointing at?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, want we'll, we'll to get Michelle to come around to uh, the uh, the um events. Um, yeah, they they yeah.
2: definitely be all family and good good people around. A yeah, lot of she... fun.
1: She actually, she sure. actually, she actually went to um, Adriana's uh, little fundraiser. Remember at Roger Williams Park? Uh, Roger Williams Hi. Park, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. She was there. I think you were there too, Jess. Were you? Yep. Yeah, I was. Yep. So uh, yeah, Michelle went with me. It was it was nice. It was face painting and everything. So, but um, yeah, speaking about you know going out in events, obviously um, mentioning Adriana Bonilla, which is a good friend of ours. Um, that also ran um, as a political candidate in this last election um, against Senator Tiara Mack. But um, you're very involved. You're very supportive. You very you 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 uh, make your rounds. You make sure that you're visible, not just for yourself as being like a supportive person to your friends and people that are doing the right thing, but also you are also one of the directors of uh, Blix at, uh Rhode Island. Um which many people might not know. Um, can you let us know a little bit? Like what is Blexit? and
2: So Blexit is more like a family type organization um that works in the community, you know, wherever we're needed. That's that's what I see, um, and how I feel being a part of Blexit. They make me feel like I'm family, you know, we, we have a tight knit community within like the Blexit chats, you know, and, and then everything that we do really just shines, um, that way. Sorry. She's making my phone fall down, <laughs> man. Um, it, you know, and you, you can see, cause you've been to our events, it shines through what I work and how the organization is ran.
1: And it's, it's definitely very, very, um, like you said, very community, very family. Um, we, you actually just had a, a recent, uh, event for the community. Where it was no charge to the community at all. It was all funded by Blexit. All all donations, all supporters of the movement and the organization. And um you guys had a, a Easter egg hunt for the for the uh for the kids this past weekend.
2: Yeah, all of our events are like that. Um, if I remember correctly, we had about a little over thirteen hundred eggs. And they were mixed with like candy, money, toys. It was so much fun. Um watching the kids just kind of like run around and grab them all. Uh, And then, you know, we have um, Josh who always comes out and was playing with the kids and, you know, they had all the kids had a great time. So that's what we expect to see at our events is Mm. community coming together, just having a good time and really just about the kids.
1: No, and that's, that's exactly what I saw. I mean, I saw so many kids like come around with their families, just like excited. I saw bags full of like it looked like people were like grocery shopping or something. Like it was so many eggs, like and that's 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 wonderful. And it's like the little details, the little things like that that you do in the community, which is very impactful because it's something. It's not something that you're just saying. It's something that you left somebody feeling a, a, a some like a, a certain way. And I feel like that goes a long way.
2: Yeah, I feel like those kids. You know, the kids will always remember oh. that. Um, when you're young and you have a good time, like you're always going to remember where, where it comes from. You know what yeah. I mean? So I, I, we think about that. A lot of us are, you know, I have an assistant state director and I have two city directors. Um, for everybody except for one is a mother. Um, and I think even like Stacey has like stepchildren. But we think about that when we have these events, like wh- what's going to, um, how are the kids going to like it and things like that. So, you know, we we want our kids to have fun so we want other people's kids to have fun too
1: no exactly and that's and that's, that's that's what it's all about it's about like that community feeling and that like tight being bonded together you know and just enjoying um having a good time
2: yeah plus you know not really much happens in the community especially not like in parks or like you know we go wherever we need to go to rec centers we we had a um the toy giveaway at Zugalo and we had a lot of toys. I don't, I don't remember if you came to that one, but uh, I, I didn't go. To that the was Zoo- a big event.
1: Yeah, I did see the pictures of it, and that's something as well too that was also great. Um, where the, the 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 toy drive that you guys were doing, like it was,
2: we like, all worked very hard. Tables on of like, yes, it was tables of toys, and there was just so many kids, and even like with all the kids, everybody was able to get something, everybody.
1: I actually went to, um, I think it was in Seekonk when you guys were accepting donations, and it's like, was it in Seekonk that little, do you know what I'm talking about?
2: Oh, that was in Warwick. Um, at Warwick, the little uh, v- VFW. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 We had um, it was like the Thanksgiving dinner slash toy drive, yeah. and we we cooked all that food ourselves.
1: Yeah, I actually invited Michelle to come come this weekend as well.
0: I know I wanted to go, but my son dad. And I'm like, I sent it to him, his dad. I don't
1: know if he went or not, but yeah. I would have
0: went if I had it my son.
2: It was
1: so much fun. Yeah, it was. It was a good time. Let's, well, there'll uh, be
2: more. There'll be more. There'll be more events for you to go to. I'm, with def- your
1: son. I'm definitely going to drag Michelle around. I was actually going <laughs> to... I was going to go to the uh, the skate, uh, skating rink uh, that happened yesterday with Turning Point, which is another organization that's, in, that's up and coming in Providence. I actually started um by a high school senior at Bishop Herrickon, right? Yep. So it's a lot of a lot yep. of activism, a lot of people that are like now trying to get involved with the community and start things and a lot of it comes from I feel like people just either being tired or of like everything that's going on or people um or people just seeing a need for this type of like presence being in the community I, you know
2: i personally think that um people are so tired of politics that they actually want to have some fun and we're not political Yep, nope. we're non-partisan so people want to just they want to break from that it is so overwhelming like you can't always be politics 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 unless it's super important people will lose interest so which we, we make sure that nothing is super um political And things are more fun because the only way that you're going to spread seeds is by bringing people in and not having that wall up where they're just like, wait a second, this is not what we came here for. We didn't come (laughs) here for you to teach us about nothing like politics or none of that. For real. And then once you have people and they see who you are and you start having those conversations with them, it's different. It's organic. And people need that. Right now they need that. Not, oh, well, here's what we're going to give you because you vote for us. Or come over here and vote for us.
1: There's too much of that. Yeah. <clears throat> you agree, Michelle? I agree. I think, I feel like that's too much. And it, yeah. And I feel like even when we do this, like sometimes we try to stay away from like politics, like a little bit like political stuff, because we want to just have fun. We want to just have a conversation where we're just like, you know, at least an hour of like, not talking about something politics, but, it gets so hard sometimes, especially with things that are going on right now. Like, like I know a couple of our like like hot topics that we're gonna talk about in a little bit. A lot of them are just like stuff that are just like currently occurring and keep occurring. You know, a lot. Of, some of it is political, and some of it is not. But it's just like sometimes it's hard to like not talk about it. But I definitely get the. I definitely feel for where you're coming from. You know, like giving some giving people a different an opportunity to enjoy themselves without everything being so political or politic politicized. I feel like everything is so politicized nowadays. But.
2: Oh, no, no, no mind. I just got a message. I just read it wrong. No, man, <laughs> It's
0: okay.
1: <laughs> it's all right. So, um, well, I, go ahead.
0: So what is it help with? Like, if someone was to come to you guys and then it's like, I need help. Like, what is one of the, or one of the many things help with?
2: Uh, well, I haven't really had anyone come to me and really say they needed help specifically. Um, but if somebody did, um, I have some tools that I could work with. Actually, you know what? That that's Let me take that back. So um, going back from Thanksgiving and um, Christmas, we were um, donating our time to the soup kitchen. So while we were there, we kind of like realized the need that they had. They get like a lot of canned goods and things like that. So they kind of like expressed that they never get enough meat. So we ended up donating meat. So we have a small budget that we play with every month and, you know, we just make it work from there. If not, then we um, will put different events together and get people to donate the things that we need to be able to give wherever we need to give. Nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, you know, it's uh, just a different way of of helping
1: And sometimes and sometimes you can just help somebody by just giving them your time, you know, like giving them your time, giving them resources. You know, you might not be able to have like, you know, like somebody might come to you, be like, hey, um, I'm homeless. You know, like you might not be able to provide them with like an actual physical home, but you can provide them with the resources that they need to get that. You know what I'm saying? Like you could be like an avenue. Is that is that kind of correct how I'm saying it?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's so many different things out there. There's so many different organizations. And I feel like the more that you do, the more that you learn. And then when you connect with different people, you can kind of keep track of who's doing what. So that way, if you meet somebody that even if you can't really help them, you can just kind of direct them to somebody who can. I mean, that's a gift all in itself, because not so many people know about half of these things that are hidden that are there to help people.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I definitely worked for um, a nonprofit organization that they work with the state um, I'm not sure if you heard of it Ripen uh, uh, so basically it's like no. it's Reliant Parent Network um, so they basically started off as helping kids with special needs in the school but now they expanded so much that they have different like you know um, sections where it's like they help the elderly with certain things they help with uh, people that are in the hospital just keeping them in the community providing resources and stuff. and I do like like it's sometimes it sucks cuz like you want to help someone but then it's like certain like state things It's, like you have to you have to meet these like certain requirements in order for to get help and it's like how about the like one off cases where they like they don't meet the requirements but then it's like someone that actually do, truly needs help and it's like where do you go from there you don't go anywhere cuz there's not much that we can do
2: yeah there's a lot of red tape that's involved with some some of the different things that uh, most of the agencies can and cannot help with, which is really unfortunate because we're starting to see the need is not just like super poor people or you know what I mean. is Is not just one set of people who are needing help right now. It's it's a lot of people, and it's like maybe even a, like a family who got a job, got a house, but like that one bill could really just take them over the edge, and they might not have that house. So yeah, it's it's frustrating to see because there's so much need that that is. Oh. Aggravating sometimes because you feel like you want to just save everybody, but you just can't. I know, mm-hmm.
1: and it's tough. It's tough. Um, so how can people sign up? How can people get some information? Like myself right now, like how how do I like? I want to I want to sign up for Blixit. I want to find out information. What do I do?
2: Um, so go to the Blexa Foundation dot org. Um, there's like a join a chapter section there. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we're still having our membership drive this month. Um, so let's help Rhode Island win and show them that we're the best chapter in, in the whole entire country and sign up for, for Rhode Island. And what Jessica referred you, it'd be a big help. But yeah, if you go to the website, um, it's kind of like it's newer now. Um, I feel like it's a little harder to find. Did you put it up yet? I can't yep. see it. So I'm putting
1: it, okay. so I'm, I was just waiting. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna walk through this, this together. Cause you know Wait, I'm, I'm gonna I'm do curious. it on my phone. I'm curious, so I wanna know too. So you know what? We all gonna go through this website together. So right now we're gonna type in blixitfoundation.org. Um, here on the website. It says we are victors. Uh, subscribe to our news. So you see it gives you a lot of information. Who is Blixit? It has videos, they have some live events.
2: Uh, getting involved all the events in the country
1: yeah so right here we have all these different charters is how you call it right
2: yeah uh, all the different chapters if you go on the map you can see um which chapters are formed which chapters are not yep um there's over 40 chapters um that are that are formed in the country so if you i think it's um right below that map when you say when you click on learn more right and please this is a this is a new um, website <laughs> now it's just been revamped so excuse me that I don't know my way around just yet
1: so yeah so uh, about ch- uh, chapters these are all the chapters that you guys have yep, so if that's you click cool. all on the
2: chapters, it. yep hey. if you click on it it will show you who the chapter leaders are
1: Let's see Rhode Island there we go hey <laughs> who's that <laughs> who's that that's her uh State director. So yeah, so you just go down yeah, there, ask or me. you would click on join a chap, uh, chapter.
2: Yep, and then there's join a chapter right
1: in there. It's gonna ask you if you're human. And you know what the thing yeah. I hate about these things is that it always says, click on the bicycles, and it's always like a tire that's like on the next block, and you don't right. see it, and you're like, what do you mean? So and yeah, then it gonna... makes you
2: click like another set of um, <laughs> different things, like which one is yeah. which lights.
1: Where's the mountains? And I'm like, is that, that looks like a little hill. Is that considered a mountain or a hill? Like, am I clicking right. on this picture or not? But, and I'd be wondering,
2: like, <laughs> did I get it wrong the first time? Why is it making me do it again? I don't understand.
1: So, we're going to click on this, verify you are a human, because we do, we only accept humans. I'm sorry. You know, with these AI, AI, <laughs> AI is coming, I'm sorry. Maybe we'll create a chapter for them, but
2: no, no aliens. Yeah, no please. aliens, not yet.
1: So, once you're there, you're going to click, you're going to scroll down where it says join a local. Chapter You're gonna insert your name. I'll put in my name. Oh, I don't like that because I gave it you know, the auto fill in <laughs> my, my information popped up. No, let's not do that. <laughs> so, yeah, you got to type in your name, your last name, email, cell phone number, so we can contact you. Your state, obviously, everybody's. I know we got some Florida people here, we got some people from different states. Select your state.
2: Yeah, even if you put a different state, as long like if you put referred by me, that still helps me. And I know people get a little weirded out. I've had people tell me like, why do they ask you for your birthday? It's just they send you like a birthday text. Oh. So that's that's know, why. Yeah. And, yep.
1: and you love them. You love them birthday emails. When people remember you, when you think, right. damn, ain't nobody called me yet. It's ten o'clock in the right. morning. But you can always <laughs> check your email, and you gotta you got ten percent off from Best Buy. You got you know they always remember your birthday.
2: But- yeah, they'll send you something.
1: Now, down here it says, interested in leadership. What would you click on here? Yes or no? Um,
2: I mean, if you're interested in leadership, then, yeah, click yes. Because um, we're expanding now. We're uh, turning point. So, I don't really know what the expansion looks like. But there's always room for growth. And then if you are in a chapter that doesn't have leadership, then, yeah, that helps you out. You can become, you know, somebody contacts you or let's say someone doesn't want to be involved with Blexit anymore in i don't know massachusetts then you know you could take that whoever's spot in massachusetts so if you are interested in leadership then yeah click it
1: okay awesome so yes and then we're gonna click we're gonna type in referred by option we're gonna type in jessica jessica's name submit and you should be all set to go good and go
2: Yep, right. that's it. It's that simple, it. like that's thirty seconds, if
1: that. Thirty seconds. We did it right now. I mean, we stopped a little bit because we had to explain, but right. you know what I'm saying? It's that quick. But yeah, definitely check out this uh, great organization. Like I said, they're doing great things in the community, expanding, um, and yeah. So we'll uh, we'll 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 show you guys the website again at the end of the episode. Um, for those people that that are tuning in later on but man so a lot has been going on a lot has been going on with the latest thing is this uh this shooting in Nashville yeah so this past when was it this weekend was it this weekend or was it I don't remember if it was this weekend or not
2: this weekend is flying by it's hard to keep track of the days yeah yeah I know yeah sure
1: is yeah most recently (laughs) i just say most most recently right most recently (laughs) most recently there was a uh a, a shooting over in nashville a um a school over there um somebody a person entered the uh the facility the building um with more than one weapon i believe right
2: yeah, I think they have more well, I don't know. I think they have more than one. I know that it was said that they had purchased some legally and some not legally, but I don't know if I remember if they went in with more than one.
1: Yeah, so this morning I was listening to um Hot Ninety Seven and I think they were saying that um the parents the so the the uh it was a trans it was a trans person. They bought they had the parents knew that they had a weapon, but they only knew they had one Apparently they only knew they had one weapon um but they didn't know that they had more than one I guess um, in the home so they opened fire and I believe it was three or was it three people that were dead we're gonna look, we're gonna we're gonna check it out right now I'm just finding the the, uh, the website. But um yeah, deadly shooting. A lot of people, a lot of activists, a lot of a lot of politicians are going out there and already screaming, um we need um we need gun control. Biden, I know gun it's gun control.
2: Huh? Oh no, I was looking at what you said, yeah.
1: Yeah, they're 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 calling out cry, they're crying out loud saying that we need um uh, more uh gun control or something. So according to NPR uh so what we know about the deadly shooting at Nashville Elementary School um so in Nashville Tennessee authorities on Tuesday released graphic body camera uh footage showing the fatal confrontation between police and an armed assailant who attacked a grade school on Monday morning so it happened on Monday So six people including three children were killed in the shooting and the suspect suspected attacker was killed by police within minutes of the first call of an active shooter. Audrey Hale, whom police identify as a a shooter, had bought seven firearms, including three guns used in the attack. So she used three guns in the attack. Legally legally and had been in treatment for an emotional disorder, Nashville Police Chief John Drake said Tuesday. So the shooter had purchased the weapons legally had seven for i'm not saying like you know how many weapons somebody should have but i mean i think that i think they were only a kid too weren't they like 18 or something like that they were young
2: yeah i think they were young i don't know about 18 but um i don't know if it says it in the article they were definitely young
1: yeah she was young it doesn't i don't think it says on here how old she was but um But, yeah, so I did see the video. I was thinking about showing the video on here, but I don't know if it was going to be too graphic to show. But, I mean, if you want to look it up, definitely look up the video. Um, It does show that they were – I think they did better than the other one. Wasn't there another shooting where the police officers stayed back while there was gun shots being fired? Yeah, that was
2: Texas where they waited, right? The Texas, yeah, the Texas Mm -hmm. one where
1: they waited. Um, But, yeah, I saw the video. They They – they actually applaud the guy. I guess the guy that was leading is in a Marine veteran, veteran or something, or he was in the, on the Marines. Um, that led the uh the uh the shooting when it occurred. So many people on a political side are calling that this is a call for gun control. This is this is saying that it's past overdue. Um, Biden most recently said, um, that Congress needs to pass his assault ban. Right, uh, the assault, the ban on assault r- rifles bill. Um, do you guys have any opinions on that? Do you guys think anything, or you guys want to hear mine first?
0: I'm just sitting uh, here. Why they still haven't had like a men- uh, medical mental issue on people that are capable of buying guns? Yeah. <laughs> Um, she was 28. A Google search says oh. I don't know if that's
2: true or not, but that's just what I'm kind of like getting from Google that she was 28 years old.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I I definitely agree with you, Michelle. And and one of the things that the article did say was that it is on record that she had she has been in treatment for emotional an emotional disorder. Somebody, I'm sorry, but somebody with a uh, uh a emotional disorder should not have access to a firearm especially if it's an emotional thing if it's something emotional if you're gonna go from zero to 100 and you got that shit right next to you you should not be having that
2: yeah but, i agree you know, and you know what to be honest there's certain medications that make you feel like a certain way um like psych medications that make you feel like suicidal or make make you more irritated i don't know if she was on any of those but if that's the case Maybe, like, you know, sometimes when you have, like, a medical problem going on and you get into a car accident, the medical board will pulls your driver's license. Yep. Then maybe, you know, you just have your uh, firearm license pulled for a little bit and so you can kind of, like, get yourself together. Yep. I mean, that's that's not unreasonable. Um, if you're going to talk about gun control, yep. that sounds okay. But when you talk about gun control and you're talking about banning guns from people who are following the law, going through safety training, um, making sure they keep their guns safe. That's not that's not gun control. That's more like the government controlling how many guns you can own for your own safety.
1: No, exactly. And they should be a why isn't there like a database where the health department and the NRA or the gun people have like a a, a joint database where if somebody gets flagged when they try purchasing a gun because they have some psychiatric you know things that are going on, you know, like it should be something like there should be some system where it's connected, because I do I I don't I don't believe in banning banning assault weapon weapons. I'm a I'm a I'm a a two A believer and I'm 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 for it. You know whether you choose to buy a, a rifle or not, that's your choice. But I do believe that everybody does have a right to defend themselves and protect what's theirs and protect their their property and their family. Um, but yeah, no, there should be some type of database where it's like connected you know where when you do a background check it has to go through a mental a psych test
0: that's like a like a, a psych, psych test yeah. absolutely yeah yeah and S-
2: that's not unreasonable like you need to know sorry you need to know like who is owning a gun you you do need to know because that is a powerful thing to have it is an american right to own a firearm it is embedded in our constitution yep. so you can't just take it away but obviously you want to make sure that people are going to be safe and if they have like an episode, people have episodes like one minute, you could be good. And the next minute, like something could happen in your life and you might not be okay. And I don't think it's really unreasonable to pull it for a little while until you get your mind back. Because who knows? Maybe this girl had the perfect life for 28 years. And then all of a sudden something happened to her and she's going through this counseling. Her counselor should have been like, okay, that's it. Like let's, let's pull this away from you for a little bit. They do it really quick. Yep. like a medical evaluation like i said i've gotten into a car accident before uh they made me hold my license for a little bit until i had been um evaluated so i don't see that being unreasonable what i do see unreasonable is them trying to ban everybody's access to a gun because of somebody else's mental illness
1: exactly exactly and it's and it's like like you were saying like uh, i think it was you that mentioned that, like medication and treatment and stuff like that like this was a trans person and i i know that they go through medications and stuff like that and something that a caller a caller uh said on the radio when i was listening on my way to work saying that a lot of these i'm not saying cuz i don't i don't know and i'm not saying that it's real or what i'm saying but he said we should look into a lot of cuz it's not i forgot what it was but somebody posted like a, a a picture of the shooters from the most recent shootings and i think some of them were identified as trans non binary and all that other stuff. So what yep. the caller was Mike what the caller was saying is why are we not looking at the side effects of these medications that these people are taking? Because some of them say I guess like we know when you take medication it says some of this stuff might cause suicidal thoughts. You know what I'm saying? And that's like, not
2: an unreasonable request. It's just not. When you look at medicines for like anxiety or depression they have side effects, but we're okay to talk about those side effects, but we're not okay to talk about anything that has to, or that is related to trans. And that's not fair because everybody should want to know the side effects of the medicines that they're taking, for everybody's safety, theirs included because look what's happening now. And I just, what I would want to see from any administration, left, right, middle, I don't care. the the topic of the conversation I want to see versus like just gun safety and all that is really coming up with solutions that are going to keep these kids safe. Guns save lives at the end of the day. And the only reason why that shooter didn't kill a bunch of kids was because somebody went in with a gun and took her out. Unfortunately, I just think that more SROs are needed in schools because somebody had posted that she had scoped out a couple of schools and there was a couple that were more secure, and she picked the less secure one. So if you know every school has two SROs at the door, you're probably not going to go in there and try to kill a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm.
1: You're not gonna You're not gonna go into a place knowing that somebody already in that building has a weapon. Exactly, you know unless like, you really look into die. So, uh, uh, somebody that's gonna rob. Rob a store is not gonna rob a store because it has high security and because it's harder to do they're gonna pick the exactly. they're gonna pick the most vulnerable store that they can find to steal from you know they're it gonna find the sense. easiest target to, to think my argument is that a lot of these politicians that are that are are fighting for guns to be removed or like sr officers or like you know having gun free zones what about these politicians that are always p- being protected you know while they're at work you know what I'm saying? Like right. If if I want them to have the same energy when it comes to protecting adults to when it comes to protecting kids. A, 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 a room full of adults... I want adults, them to have
2: more energy protecting yeah, kids yeah. than these politicians.
1: So I, I am more confident that a room full of adults will be able to defend themselves versus an intruder that is trying to cause harm to them than a bunch of kids trying to protect themselves from an intruder trying to trying to harm them. I will feel more safe with the politicians not being so secured and so like, you know, you have to go to metal middle Texas and everything just to go and not even talk to them. Just to go see where they work, just to see where they're at. You know what I'm saying? Just see what's going on there. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to kids, you got people coming into the side doors, you got people coming into random doors, all this other stuff is like, yo, like these are people's kids. These are kids that are exactly. going to be future mayors, doctors, lawyers, counselors. We should be protecting them. They're going to be the future.
2: And think about the aftermath of this. Think about every time you go to the state house, um, what type of event you go to. If you're just a regular day, you know, not so high security, you can go through with your watch, right? And it's not going to beep. And then you have the days where there's a lot of stuff going on and they vamp up the security. And then you're taking off your watch, you're taking off your belt. Sometimes you're to take off your shoes. But we don't have that in school. The answer to protecting children in school is to just keep a locked school. Nobody can enter, not even parents. Like, I am old enough to, I have older kids. My oldest is 21. My youngest is five. I know what it's like to be involved in schools and all the activities in schools. Now they're pushing parents away. Oh, we can't let you come in because of safety. We don't know how you're going to act. Well, first of all, I can't ever think of a school shooting ever happening because of a parent, first of all. And second, that's just not the way that you, that's not the way that you handle it. Because I will be more than happy to go through a metal detector, background check. Whatever it is, I have to do, just so that way I could be involved in my kid's school. But that's their answer because it's the easy fix, nope. and it's not an easy fix. It's really going to hurt kids because they need to have their parents involved in their school.
1: No, I, def- I definitely agree. And plus, what do you mean you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna tell a parent they can't go into a building where their children are at? That's what I'm that's saying. That's wrong. But like, that's you know-
2: what happens. That's what's happening here. No, it mm-hmm. is. That's what happens in my kid's school.
0: No, yeah. Is. My son's school they don't allow no parents inside the building. No at parents all. inside the building at all. And that's and that's not right. Our
1: parent should. And that's that's another thing too. Is well, when, when we'll we'll try to mention it because <laughs> I know sometimes we go over too much over an hour. But um, another thing is parents parental rights. Like these parents should be able to go walk into a building at any moment that they want. As long as they check into the main office and be like, I want to know, I want to know what the school looks like. A parent should know how how their child is learning. A, a parent should know how a school is being run, and those parents should have the right to just walk into that building and be like, I need a visitor's pass and be able to walk the hall- hallways if she wants. Because you know what? Because we are, we are we in, in, in an institution where she is the parent is trusting us with their child. How are you gonna trust us with your child, but we're not letting you in to see what's going on? That makes no sense. It is it's not right. That's what I said. As a parent, that no. Is what I said. Parents should be able to walk in and be like, "I need a tour of this facility." And be, and one of the bills we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna read it says that that parents have every legal right over anything when it comes to their child, when it comes to medical when it when it comes to medical uh, treatment, when it comes to education, what they're learning, and. It's just, it's just ridiculous that the solution that we, that we, that we want to come up with is leave parents out, leave parents out of the building. It makes no sense to me.
2: I I don't don't, know who even came up with that idea. Who came up with that idea?
0: (laughs) Probably somebody with purple
1: hair. I'm kidding.
2: kidding. (laughs) You know, in, in all honesty, it was probably somebody with no children. Yeah. Yeah. I said, no, it was a certain- a few will not things- mention that person's name. You know. Angelica Afanti <laughs> was- <Alphonse> Green. But <laughs> Go ahead, Michelle. Well,
0: there was a few things that my son was learning in school that I was like, Where like I don't understand why they're teaching a in the garden at this point. And he came home, like he was just like, Oh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be um black. I want to be white. I'm like, what? Why is my son coming home from school saying that he does not? to be black he wants to be white and he's only a kindergarten he's only five years old like why are you guys what are you guys telling him like it's I feel like when they're so young like that like you like they're just putting things in their heads and they're not properly teaching them what it is really about like black history month and it's like my son should not be coming home from black history month talking about I want to be white and not black
2: yeah, it's, it's definitely not making them comfortable in their own skin. First of
1: all, they're indoctrinating them. They're trying to sh- they're trying to show them like I don't know, like and I feel like it it goes back to this where maybe I'm not I'm not sure what he was learning or anything like that, but maybe they were teaching him like the history of how people were treated a certain way and then it makes kids like oh i don't want to be treated like that you know what i'm saying but it's like that was in the in the in the the past you know like we're not living in that time anymore um i don't know i don't know where i was going with this but i was trying to kind of figure out like what would make a kid say that like you know what were they teaching him in that classroom that made him come home and be like i don't want to be this color skin anymore
2: i don't know but Mm. the only thing they should be teaching them in kindergarten is just how to play and get along with other kids, and like reading a little bit, like mm. not even, not even all that, absolutely not. And that's, that's why it's important to take your kids to certain things. That's why my kids go with me everywhere to every rally, every state house event, so that they can see. I talk to them. My daughter, the youngest, is five, and she knows about things that she probably shouldn't have to. But it's better for it to come from me than some random person in the school.
1: Yeah, somebody else teaching them what you, like you know, what you should be teaching them. You know, like mm-hmm. in school, all, all we should be teaching them kindergarten teach my son ABCs, one, two, three, and that's it. You know, what I'm I remember
2: learning about colors and shapes, exactly. And,
1: show them and what a circle is, show them what a triangle is, and that's all yep. I need you to teach my son. The rest, I'll teach him. I'll teach him respect, I'll teach him manners, I'll teach him about like culture, I'll teach him all this other stuff. You teach him the basics, what you need to teach him because. That's another thing, too, is education starts begins at home, you know, a lot of and I'm not saying like I'm not saying every 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 single household is perfect because it's not like, you know, there's a lot of things at home that should be taught at home that are not being taught at home that sometimes educators um, kind of take up on that role, you know, that of teaching some of these kids like, you know, or even men how to be gentlemen. Maybe like you know single single home moms that don't have a father figure in the house, a lot of these coaches and a lot of these math teachers a lot of these gym teachers become a father figure to these kids you know what I'm saying Cause that's the only thing they have but
2: I had a teacher in my uh my kids school tell me um speaking of that what you just said was that the reason why they are trying to teach kids across the board like the same entire like the same thing is because the school department, somewhere in the school department, they're trying to say, well, what you just said, parents, not all parents are teaching these things in the home. So we're going to teach it here in school so that way everybody can learn it. So basically like everybody has to learn the same thing to make everything fair. And I was like, "Mm, no, because what you're doing here is you're teaching kids that don't need to learn something, something that they don't need to learn. And you're kind of taking away the focus from someone who may need the extra attention by making it an everybody thing if a child needs a certain amount of attention because they're not getting it at home and you're able to provide that extra attention in school then you know what give the extra attention to that that child that needs it in the school instead of making it an everybody thing because now you're taking what they're not getting it's like devaluing them a little bit yep in a sense by making it everybody's issue
1: Exactly, and and this and everything is not everybody's issue. We're all we all have our own different ways of doing things. You know, like trying to teach. I don't know. Just school should just be focusing on English, math, science, history, lunch, friendships.
0: Yeah. They by... should introduce history to young kids like that when they're a little bit older, where they're able to understand. Okay, this happened in the past. This is not something that's currently happened happening like i want to be white not black like what
1: <laughs> when they're when their comprehensive skills have developed that's when they should be teach taught like some you know not a not a not a kindergarten and then when you told her well hey we you we used to take black people and do this to them because then they, they're gonna come home and be like oh shit like you know like
2: they're gonna be bad. scared
1: you know you're gonna, yeah, be, scared. They're gonna be scared and they're gonna think the whole world was like oh damn like you know people don't like black people but i was like no that was at a Way long time ago. We weren't even born for none of that, you know? Like, I do agree. There should be a certain age where you teach certain things.
2: Yeah, because you don't kinda, you never want to let go of your history because that's how you learn from it. But at the same time, you don't want to make kids so scared that they don't know. You know what I mean? Like, they can't grow in society because they're going to think that, you know, one certain group is against them and they're really not.
1: Yep. Um. Yeah. But. All right, one we'll move really quick because I know it's almost time to go. <laughs> so, um, really quick, just because we tried to talk about this two weeks ago, uh, President Trump's possible indictment. So, New York is trying to indict Donald Trump on a apparent alleged hush money that he paid to a porn star Stormy Daniels while he was a candidate for president in two thousand sixteen believe it was um so um his lawyer was first on record saying no it wasn't campaign money but his lawyer maui cohen has turned against him and is now saying that it was he did that on the direction of donald trump they try to indict him quick story short many people are saying that this is all this is all gonna play into donald trump's hand and it's actually gonna help him when he runs in 2024 um the fact that they're trying to indict him or even if they indict him they say that this is just gonna um rile his base up even more and it's gonna make him more of a of a potential winner for the 2024 candidacy do you guys have any thoughts on that do you guys think do you guys agree do you think that this possible indictment is just gonna embolden embolden Donald Trump's cadency to become the president again in 2024? Or do you think that this is actually the smoking gun where they actually got him and he's done for? Because they have been trying to get him since the Russia, the, um, a bunch of other stuff. I've, I, I, I even lost track, but mm. do you think this is, uh, do you think this is it for him?
2: So, yeah, I kind of lost track too because I feel like there's